Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Want to get more fun out of your television? Yeah, yeah, good yeah. idea. Well, Night Court gives you more. More slapstick, more silliness, more, well, you know, Night Court. Is this much fun really legal? Our um, Indeed, it is for all the people who will be able to share in the uh, celebration, especially will be the Queen's public appearances. Ty Whip, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Was his name? Harry? Yeah. He never really did anything after that. He didn't did have you know? to. He had mailbox money then. Yeah. yeah. Night Court was great. He was a Kinda serious magician, too. Yeah, he's a magician comic. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was his gig. He had some appearances on Saturday Night Live back in the 80s, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. He had a great HBO, I think it was an HBO special way back when, too, of his, you know, comedy magic show kind of thing. Yeah. That was pre-Night Court. It was really good. He, just he had that ven- uh, ventriloquism. Exactly. Fucking ventriloquist comics. It's a worst. <sighs> hate that shit. He Hacks. had a, a TV show in the late 80s also after Night Court where he was, uh, what's that guy that used to write columns and books? Uh, Dave something. You know, it was a very kind of, at the time I would say dad show for dads, you know, that think that they're funny. It would probably fit huh. us right. Just perfect. Now, but I can't remember the name of it. I like to find it. It was based on a real guy. Yeah, the guy. Shit, I'll look it up. Hold on a second. A columnist named Dave. Great John Larroquette. Oh man, love that guy. I want to go back to Marky Post. So so perfectly snarky. Yes, he was great. The interaction between him and Marky Post, didn't he? Larroquette. I don't think so. I think he's still. I think he's still going. I think he's still. What was the recent show that he had a part on? There, he's been in something in the last six, seven, eight years that was a big show. Well, I'll pull up IMDb and just I want to say it was a will... law. Yeah, something law oriented. Law related. Probably one of the law and order. Maybe it's LA law. That's been pretty recent, right? <laughs> the Venus flytrap. I was about to say the Venus butterfly, not the <laughs> Venus flytrap. <laughs> the Venus butterfly was a sexual move. That the frumpy little short lawyer and his wife talked about. That's right. 
some type of sexual thing. I don't know what it actually involved, but so let's see here. Harry Anderson was the star Harry of Night yeah. Court. Yes. And he was in a show called Dave's World Dave's based World. on Dave Barry. I okay. do remember that. I never watched it, but I remember that Lasted name. Lasted four years. And then he hasn't had to do a whole lot since then. He's had, you know, guest appearances here and there. Tell you a sitcom I never watched when it was on air until syndication and it was just on all the time was Wings. Oh, Pretty yeah. Pretty damn funny Not show. bad. I never really watched it either. I mean, I'd never seen an episode till it went into syndication and I started watching it late at night or something. I was like, right. oh, shit, it's funny. Although I think I've seen every episode of Night Court. Night Court's good. It's and if good it wouldn't have been for Night Court, I never would have discovered Mel Torme. That was a constant factor because Harry loved Mel Torme. Mel Torme. The Velvet Fog. That. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Where Can You Hear Me? The podcast of three guys huh. that talk about stuff. And we recording? If, we are, we've been recording for a while now. Oh, okay. I did that kind of natural, oh yeah, trying to be yeah. kind of. See, we've said before that the reason we do this is because, you know, we had for a few months, just got together about once a month, sat around and shot the shit. And one day we were like, we ought to record this. People, for some reason, might enjoy listening to us talk about stuff. And then we lost all our listeners last episode. Yeah. So it happens. now. We're so rebuilding. We're transitioning. We're, we're back to us. Just rebuilding. The three of us. And I'm Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am the one and only Heavy Longmire. So heavy, so long. So mire. And you can get in touch with us on Twitter. I am at Real Gustav. I am at Ty Webb 3000. You can find me at Longmire Heavy. And you can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, on Reddit, on Pinterest, on uh, Google+. Plus. Whoa. Just every place I can find a way to put our link and our brand out there on the Internet. But here recently, that's come under fire. You guys... Russians? No. Probably more... Worse than Russians. Oh. Whoa. Telemarketers. Oh. oh. Man. I don't know if you guys know much about search engine optimization. Nope. Oh, man. I, I'm honored in that. As it's known in the, uh, the business SEO. That's what it's, it's the acronym for that. Hmm. And that is the business of trying to get your website as high in the search engine rankings as possible. And I do some minor work on that for our humble little website. Are Can you, you manipulating the system for us? Dot com. I'm totally white hat. We're not doing anything black hat, any sneaky stuff. We're playing it on the level. And when we picked this name, we picked it just because we kind of couldn't think of much better, better else. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> we kicked around a few different ideas and this was the, the least bad of what we came up with. Right. I don't remember what we, uh, was else's was in the running, but anyway, this is what we came up with. Well, Heavy kept wanting to do one just titled Heavy Show. Yeah, Heavy and Friends, and it yeah. might happen someday. <laughs> yeah, it may come to that. There was a HR Heavy and stuff. Oh, that's what we should have named it. There you go. If you ever want to do a side project, that's what it needs to be named: HR Heavy and stuff. That's going to be the title of when you do your first solo episode. No. Nah. Right. The solo episode that I'll have to record. Right. Right. Yeah. He'll have to be here to you you can know, just do set it, everything up. You but. can just do it into your phone and then text it to him. Right. 
That'll sound great. That'll sound like our first episode. When we picked this name, I don't think we, we checked to make sure there were no other podcasts at the time named Can You Hear Me? And there weren't. So we checked that off the list of pros. But I don't think I thought about the search engine optimization impact of the damned Verizon Can You Hear Me Now uh, the fact that that's come back into vogue too with this new campaign yeah. with Sprint, is right. it that he's with yeah. now? Yeah. So there are lots and lots of results for that and have been the entire time we've existed. In addition, Enrique Iglesias has a <laughs> song called Can You Hear Me? Oh, that should be our theme song. Yeah. And there was a David Bowie song back a long time ago that's not well known and Many other things. And then a whole bunch of jack wagons making article titles called Can You Hear Me Now? But take, you know, playing mm-hmm. off of the Verizon thing. But over the last year, we've slowly worked up from being totally off the, the map. If you searched Can You Hear Me? I got us to the third page. Yes. Wow. In Google? In Google. What about Ask Jeeves? I have not checked Alta Vista or Ask Jeeves or any other defunct search engines. How are we doing on Netscape? Anyway. <laughs> Just rolling right through it. Double birded me. We were doing okay. And I think, ultimately, I think I could could have gotten us to the front page, which is really what matters. Right. Now, if you, search, on the front row. If you search Can You Hear Me podcast, we're number one. Okay. We're number one. But that's not a exactly high bar, you know. But if if you're looking for us, you can find us. But I thought I could get us onto that first page. Until- We're the top podcast involving three guys in their 40s from the 903. Yes. That release their podcast usually on a Thursday. Yes. yes. We're the top in that demographic. The top. But recently Tremendous. there's been a scam. Huge. or It's being reported as a scam. And they're calling it the Can You Hear Me scam. Oh, no. What? Yes. And apparently you get this telemarketer call and the telemarketer robocall says, can you hear me? Shit. And I I don't know if this is a real deal or one of those things that kind of gets a little bit of attention and takes off. Did you read this on Breebart? No, I read this on a bunch of... (laughs) Infowars. Just keep spouting. 4chan political. Right. Actually... It's been picked up by a whole bunch of podunk news stations. Oh, it's fake news. So that's what always makes you think somebody got wind of it and ran with it because they could just repackage it. Mm -hmm. And the idea, from what I can tell, is that you get this call, and if you say yes... They get inside your mind. They record you saying yes, and then they can use that as proof to somehow you know, rape your credit score or something. I don't know. I don't know that it's actually happened to anybody. It sounds like Russians to me. But it sounds like Nigerian princes to me. (laughs) But instantly this week, this fake news story hit, and we have gone from page three down to like page ten or something because of this bullshit telemarketer scam. Damn Russians. Can we... We found a lawsuit. I know we, ha- well, exactly. That's what I was about to say. I know we have JJ on retainer. Can we just get him on this and get an injunction or something immediately? We're going to have to get JJ some new clothes, some court clothes. Some court clothes. I bet he's got a suit. I would like to see JJ in a suit. I would like to see him wearing one of my suits. Pants look like capris. <laughs> he's a fan of 
I don't know what else you would call them, but Capri shorts. Uh, yeah, he does wear those. Well, if he wore my suit pants, they loose, would look like Capris. And loose uh T-shirts. Yeah. I don't know unless he's going to be a uh, lawyer in some type of banana republic if that's going to fly. Right. He would make an awesome night court judge. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be I, good. I see that in Especially his future. Especially if he knows any card tricks. Yeah. Get to work on those magic tricks. You know, if I was going to pick any one of our listeners to know magic tricks, it'd be Austin. Yeah. I could see that. That would. And juggling. I can see him being like, really, watch this. You think I can juggle this? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Who would be our ventriloquist? Trav. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. He'd have the Terry Allen smoking the dummy with mm-hmm. the little devil horns yeah. painted onto it. There's some Terry Allen on that, uh, jump drive I gave you. Good stuff. Awesome. Got the Jesus song. Yeah, it's got the Jesus song. Love Give that me a ride song. to heaven. Love that song. It's good stuff. And the football player from Texas Tech. Great. The great the day great Joe Bob went bad. I can't remember right. if that one's on there or not. I there's You're familiar with that? No. There's a lot of music on there that you may never wade all the way through. And it's very nineties centric. Yeah. But uh He gave me a bunch probably about six years ago. I still hadn't got through all of it. <laughs> and I didn't Lots. give it, I didn't even give you all of it. There's a lot, cause I digitized all of my CDs. Yeah. Man, how long did that take? It took several months. How many CDs did you have? Do you know about how many? Four or five hundred. Yeah. And I've grown since then, but over time, like all of us, I've stopped buying CDs. Yeah. I can't remember the last one. And I've yeah, actually I'm just doing tapes. For the most. <laughs> Well, I have been buying a lot of old albums. I mean, yeah. that I have done, but I don't even buy music that much anymore. I, I don't either. Everything now. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I'm so Spotified out. I hardly, I can't remember the last time I bought something. I use Slacker. You still use that? I still use that because it's. I think it's the most economical. Yeah, it's three ninety nine, which is half of what all the other ones are. Yeah, and I'm cheap, as we've established many times. I used to listen to that quite a bit. It's good. Do you want me to tell you boys about my urination ritual? Okay. I think once I tell you guys about this, you laugh now, but after I tell you this, I think you're going to find yourself compelled to start doing it too. Okay. I've been doing this mm, probably since high school. Are y'all interested? Your faces say yes. Yes. My curiosity is peaked. Very curious. So anytime does his hips in circles. Yeah. There's a little reverse turn. Um so anytime you know how it is when you feel like you you kind of have those different levels of when you have to pee. Mhm. You get that first twinge mm-hmm. of like yeah, I kind of got to go. Then it moves up to Defcon mm-hmm. 2, which is a little bit more urgent. Defcon 3, then eventually it gets to kind of where you are with your gas tank to where you want to push it to the very limit. Right. You want to see how far you can go before you have to stop to get gas. Well, you kind of, you know how it is. You kind of, sometimes you want to just keep pushing it to see, am I the only one that does this? You want to see how long you can get it to build up. The I reason do, being. I do not live my life that way. The reason Sounds being like is. torture. Well, no, because you're going to start doing it though once I tell you about this. No, I'm not. The first couple of times I did this, I start, I started thinking about, I wonder how, what would be the longest pee I could do? <laughs> So I started timing it. And so after I timed it once, way back when, in high school, then it became, 
What can my record be? What can be my longest oh, pee ever? So once you have that record in mind, then you want to start holding it as long as you can, right? Because you want to get a new record. Right. So I want you boys to think about that. Next time you start to feel that first twinge of, man, I got to go, you got to think, if I can wait a little bit longer, that's a few more seconds on that when I actually go that I can count. This is the most insane thing I think we may have come up with. I know what you're thinking. This is probably something Brad does also, which I (laughs) want to ask him about because I, I have a feeling either he has done it in the past or if he does hear this, that he'll start doing it. Next, he's going to tell us he measures his turds. <laughs> now that, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm telling you, don't, What's don't, your record? well, don't do it once because if you do it once, then you'll never stop because you'll be chasing that record forever. Chasing the dragon, huh? That's right. Chasing the dragon. Okay. What's your record? My personal record is 260 seconds. Holy shit. Wow. Don't, four, now don't, well, don't shoot. Four and a half minutes? Don't shoot for that. Is that right. four and a half minutes? 200. Yeah. Now I'm counting seconds like, you know, I may be quick counting because I'm just, oh, one, I thought you meant two, you're actually like three, four. No, I'm just counting. I'm not looking at a watch. I'm oh, just doing it well, in my that's mind. That's bullshit. Well, it's a, it's two, 260 counts. Let's say then just one counting. Mississippi, two Mississippi. No, I'm not Mississippi in it. <laughs> I'm just one, two, three, four. I mean, it's got to be. Close, at least. Right. I'm a man of science. Okay. Right. If well, I didn't not, say this was a scientific if experiment. If you're not measuring this, is, this with a chronograph, this no, is bullshit. This is this is this isn't math. It's music. <laughs> okay. This is an this is an artistic endeavor. Uh, this is not a scientific experiment. Okay. And I'm telling you guys, try it once, and you'll be hooked. That's that's fun. And you'll that's be fun. pushing it to the limit. And then you'll hate yourself for it, but then you'll also kind of enjoy that you may have set a new record. Right. It's it's really how one of the most fun you, things in my life right now. You, <laughs> how long ago did you set this record? Mm, it's been a couple years. What? I mean, I've been I've been trying since, but I <laughs> I made it up to like two forty in the last year, but I can't. It's uh, like the four minute. It's like the four minute mile. Your record's what? Two hundred and sixty. 260. And you've been doing this since for 20 something years. And somewhere in the late, in the early 90s. Yeah. I would say, I think it was either late high school, early college when I started. So it's been at least 20 years. Yeah. That is fascinating. Now, about three times a year, I get a UTI. (laughs) Are you shitting me? Because that's what I'm, I I was thinking. No. No. No, it it wouldn't be a UTI. It'd be more of a bladder infection. But I, I don't think. Males are as prone to that sort of bullshit. Thank God. Could yeah. you imagine? Oh. Uh, ladies, all two of you or three of you that listen to us, I feel your pain. I don't understand no, you don't. it. I've had, have the kidney stones. Yeah. I'm a, I'm familiar with urogenital tract problems. Mark that. Shit. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> that is the craziest thing that, we, I, and we've come up with some crazy, Stuff on after this podcast. T- seeing the look on y'all's face after I told y'all that, it makes me think maybe I should keep these other picadillos of mine to myself. Oh, no. no please. No, no, no. Please. Have y'all ever heard the story of, oh, Towns Van Zant was, he was a prankster with his bandmates and stuff. Well, give us a little background on who Towns Van Zant was for those at home that aren't familiar with The him. Towns Van Zant documentary, so good. Yeah, there's a couple of them that are good. Towns Van Zant was a Texas singer-songwriter who started in the late 60s, went through the 70s. 
He wrote songs that you may know, uh, Poncho and, and Lefty. Lefty, that Willie and Merle made famous. He wrote what are some other big hits that other people Snow have Snow and Armaton. Several yeah. people have done that one. Anyway, great singer songwriter. He was a he was a very interesting character. He had some instabilities, if you will, some mm-hmm. demons. Yeah, no had had some powerful demons. But he was a prankster. And this one story I heard of him, they were staying in a hotel somewhere, and uh, I think it was him and Mike Ducey. Ray Wiley Hubbard, maybe I can't remember, but uh, said at some point. Towns had got, there was a metal trash can in the bathroom by the toilet. He had got that trash can, taken the bag out of it, poked a hole in it, in the side of it, put duct tape over it, filled it up with water, set it in the bathtub, pulled the curtain closed, and said later that night, they're sitting around drinking and stuff in the small... (laughs) I think I see where this is going. In this uh, small hotel room. Drinking, playing cards, picking the guitar, all that good stuff. What songwriters do. Right. You know? When town says, excuse me, I gotta go pee real quick, guys. Leaves the bathroom door open so that everybody can hear. Gets the trash can out, pulls the tape off of it, just starts letting this big stream of water right. go. And it's like a five gallon trash can, you know. You think he broke my record? And, I don't uh, know. maybe not. The guy telling the story said they were sitting in the, I think it was Guy Clark telling it. So they were sitting there, and all of them were just kind of looking at each other like, oh, my God, he's going forever. And and Towns was a skinny man. Yeah. Oh, he looked like a walking one-iron. Yeah, it was Guy Clark, because Guy started laughing. And he even went so far as then he'd put his finger over the hole. Mm -hmm. And then just start stop. Give it the old start-stop. And then let it go full stream again. <laughs> you know? And so this went on for like five minutes. You know? Man, we had this guy in college that we used to make fun of that had the reverse dribble. Like, you know how usually the guys, if you, you know, you hear them going to the bathroom and, you know, at the end of your pee, you hear, you get a little shake going. Right. And you, you know, you, it has a very distinct pattern to it, right? The sound. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had the reverse. He would dribble up at first and then straight stream and then cut off on a dime. No dribble. No, no dribble. He no dri- well, he dribbled at first. No end dribble. No right. taper. He had a, yeah, he had a, he had a start dribble and then just cut off clear as a whistle. Huh. Now that we you're old. We just thought that was odd. It was a reverse dribble. Have you noticed, uh, and maybe I'm alone in this, how much longer you got to give that last little dribble? Yes. And That's, you never get it all out. You got that old prostate. You never get it all never out. Never get it all out. Till you put it back in your pants. Right. Then you get that last dribble. Yeah. Noted um, essayist and writer David Sedaris called that, the seal is broken. When you get past <laughs> a certain age, right. you can't ever get it fully sealed off before yeah. you go back in. And yeah. I remember he where he was doing a, a reading of one of his books. And is there something burning? No, we're not on fire. There's nothing close to it. You smell anything, Tom? Just gas. We've got our... Uh, okay. Space heater in the Longmire studio, and we may be on We're high on propane. Here, we'll pause it and look around. All right, we are not on fire. Not on fire. Seems to be some type of trash fire somewhere outside. Yeah. 
I mean, hillbilly neighbors. I can happily report that Heavy just took a leak and then came back and told me how many seconds it took. What's your, what's your so, normal? What's so your I'm average? winning. I don't really have a, I, I that's, I need to get a spreadsheet and get like a mean, median, and mode. You need to, yeah, you need to start tracking it. I'll do that. Get your standard deviation. That's right. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a little negatively skewed too, because now, um, I mean, I've, I'm doing the build up so right. much because I'm going for the record. Do you want to share what your final was 15 were? seconds? That's amateur. And so then I was got to thinking, holy shit, 260. Wow. You got to hold it for like 10 hours. No, screw that. Yeah. And that's, you got to drink like eight, that's two bad liters. for you, man. That's what they say. I don't know if it really is, but that's one of those things people you. always say to you. The, uh, that's bad. speaking of bad for you, my dad has been ill the last month. Right. He's had bronchitis, which he just cannot kick. It's resulted in two different emergency room visits, which for him to go to the ER, Boy. serious. It's like, yeah, first time he drove himself. Which is no small distance. Yeah, that's 45 minutes. Right. That's know. a 903 move, too, to drive yourself to right. the ER. Yeah. And, I've uh, done that. From the country. Not, not as quite as uh, and, uh, such serious matters. Well, the this second go-around last weekend... He drove to a neighbor's house, had the neighbor driving there you uh, go. to the ER because he just he couldn't couldn't get his breath, couldn't get enough air in him. Well, he's telling me, and this was after the first trip when he wasn't getting any better after a couple of weeks. He was like, "I don't know if that was a real damn doctor over there, anyway." <laughs> I was like, "Well, he works at the hospital, so you know, I'm he, I'm sure he is, Dad." Nah, I think he's one of those clap doctors. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And, <laughs> and several different times he kept saying clap doctor. And then, which I didn't think about anything about it. Well, then this last trip, it was the same doctor. He said, hell, he is a clap doctor. Like an STD specialist? And I said, what do you, which I thought he was getting confused and saying clap instead of quack. Okay. Okay. He said, hell, he is the clap doctor. He works here in town. I was like, what what are you talking about? What is a clap doctor? You know that building down there by the by the grocery store, the the clap clinic. Like dad, that's a community health clinic. That's not a clap <laughs> clinic. <laughs> that's, well, I just always call him the clap doctor. <laughs> oh man. And you know, and I've mentioned before how, you know, my dad's not doesn't generally like kids. Just not a real warm and fuzzy kind of guy and uh when it comes to children being children loud running around that kind of stuff he doesn't have a future in the daycare business no no not at all well my nephew granted my dad's only grandson he's five i guess and he's talking better now but when he was even at four it was hard to understand him yeah and uh, maybe we should get him on as a guest right and uh, one day he's they're, we're all having a family gathering and they're sitting on the back. Dad's sitting there on the back porch and my little nephew comes walking up to my dad and he's gibbering about something and my dad's just sitting there looking at him. And my little nephew, I mean, he's going into this story. I mean, he talks for a couple of minutes and just looking at his grandpa, like, you know, telling this big story. He stops and my dad goes, I can't understand a damn word you're saying. <laughs> Would you come back and talk to me when you learn to speak English? <laughs> The gentle hand of the grandfather. Boy, I can't understand a damn word you're saying. Yeah, you'd think that he would be uh, trying to make that, that one male bond, but... Uh, Pass the torch. But then again, 
my experience has been that it's easier to bond with your your granddaughters. You know, it's just like having a daughter. It's easy to get you know wrapped in by that yeah that girl to daddy or granddaddy dynamic. Whereas you kind of button heads with the yeah. kids, with the boys. You got a little right. of that Oedipal conflict going on with the boys. I don't know about all that. You know, you keep that Sophoclean stuff to yourself over mm-hmm. there, buddy. Uh, anyway, have you ever read Oedipus? Uh, oh yeah, Oedipus. Both Oedipuses. Yeah, remember we went through. Uh, well, I know we had to read Antigone. We had to read that back in our one of our favorite teachers' English class. Sure enough, I've been recently reading Oedipus Rex, and then what's the third one? Oedipus the. God, it's been cut since college since I, I read Oedipus the Conqueror. I'm sorry, Oedipus the Conqueror. No, oh, I think it's the... no, it's I think it's Oedipus two. Electric, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Okay. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I can't recommend it. I've just been doing it because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Be yeah. well read. Yeah, you read have to. what they say. Read your, what they uh, say. Read your ancient classics. Did y'all see that? Did y'all happen to see on Twitter that Teddy Roosevelt reading list? I didn't go no. look at it. I saw Bo, Good uh, night. Bo retweeted it from, I think, the Art of Man. It's amazing. I mean, it's it's... I don't know, probably 50 books long, 50, yeah. 75 books long, none of which I would categorize as light reading. Right. You should take a look at it. It's it's I'll impressive. This whose list? Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy's. I'll include that in the show notes, and we can uh, do a checklist and see. I could pull it up. We could probably uh, go through it right now if you want to. Why not? What else we got to do? I, we're just shooting shit. We do have to at some point talk about the best meal we've had. Ugh. We do need to talk about the best meal we've had. And that best meal happened at, well, hold on. Let me, let's do this and then we'll come back. Teddy, then TJ. Teddy, then TJ. Cut out the silence. Not cutting it out now. Cut out the silence. I know what you're thinking right now, Heavy. How long is it going to take me before I can get to 16 seconds? Didn't you just go 15? Another cup of coffee. Exactly. See? Now you're in the loop. You're never going to get out. Nah. You're never going to get out. I liked how you made a little loop there. That was nice. Thank you for knowing that. You are so many levels. That's why I love you. (laughs) All right. Let's see here. Teddy Roosevelt. Did y'all ever, have y'all heard the story about, um, I think they talked about this. It was either on the ticket or somewhere else that I heard it the other day about Stephen Hawking when he did the party for time travelers. Yes. I heard Gordo talking about that. And he made the announcement after the party. Right. Yeah, no one showed. Very clever. All right, this list makes me balk at reading it. It is heavy on the classics. It's so heavy on the classics that I can't pronounce accurately most of the authors on the list. It's daunting. So we start off with... Not to be confused with Dante. Dante's on there. He's on there. The History of the Peloponnesian War by Thucydides. You read that one? Uh, not this week. We do know the oral history of the Polynesian family, though. We know some aspects of it. From our friend. Recently married Polynesian. Yes. Never thought I would see it happen. I did not either. Spreading that seed. I I texted him saying, well, now you can finally have sex. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Histories by Herodotus. Herodotus? Ah, whatever. The Histories by Polybius. Plutarch's Lives. Orestia Trilogy, The Seven Against Thieves. The reason he read this because none of the good shit had come out yet. Ascalus, that was Would you think less of him if it was like Fifty Shades of Grey? Right. Uh, 
if it's got green eggs and ham on here. Fifty Shades Darker. That's the one black. Have you read the Fifty Shades of Dark? No. Come on now. Come on. No. You can tell the truth. Nope. Seen the movie? Nope. Listen to the audio version? Nope. Have you listened to Ty's home recorded audio version? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? That's what we need to do. We need to have you read, Heavy, a segment from one of the Fifty Shades of Grey books. How many are there? There's three. Why do you know that? Everybody knows that. Not everybody oh. knew that. Okay. No, I didn't know. Yeah, because the third one's like Fifty Shades Free or something. something Fifty like Shades that. of Freedom or something like that. Lord, I don't know. We won't even have you read a, a juicy part because I think they're written with like a fourth grade vocabulary. Oh, I'm sure. You know, they're not exactly high literature. All right, what else do we have from? You'll, you can be our Frogs. sexy Jack Handy. Frogs by Aristophanes. Okay. I'm going to skip around here. Uh, there's some alley- more histories, more histories. Then we get into some semi-modern with the uh, memories of Baron de Marbeau. Okay. You have any Mark Twain on there? Uh, I don't got think some so. Edward Gibbon, The History of the Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. I have read part of that. I haven't read it all. Some Abraham Lincoln history. Speeches of Abraham Lincoln. Lots of Shakespeare. Lots of Shakespeare. Paradise Lost with Milton. Mm-hmm. I never have read all of it. I've read parts. It's a bear. Uh, the Inferno by Dante. Beowulf. Ugh. Not to be confused with Towering Inferno, the or, great film with Paul Newman and Steve McQueen. Yes, it is a good movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is, uh, this is rough stuff. I won't even go through it all because. Yeah, I'm bored. It does have Tom Sawyer, but Tom, uh, by Mark Twain. Oh, I yeah. think you're going to say by Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Teddy was a big Rush fan. A lot of poems. That was big back then. Yeah, I don't understand that. Any limericks? Baudry limericks. Yeah, this is awful. I could not read this list. I can tell you right now, it's not happening. Some Jack, there's some Jack London, not surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. But overall, I got better things to do. Is there any Jack I got Hamster to look at. Sorry, Ted. All right, the best meal we've ever had. Oh. Absolute, hands down. I don't like food as a general rule. And honestly, this was what, a month ago? It's two months ago now. Two. Has it been that long? Already? Yeah. I guess so, man. Just early December. Golly, I guess it was. Yeah. The And honestly, I have thought about that meal probably every other day. It was the best meal I've had. One of our first emailers ever was Chef Rob, Seafood Sorcerer. Mm. And we knew he worked at TJ's Fish Market. Don't be fooled by the title Fish Market. I mean, I'm sure he would sell you a piece of fish, but it is. They don't have catfish, so don't ask. (laughs) I knew when we walked in and Heavy was really, that look on his face was like he was expecting to see a tank with catfish swimming around. There wasn't a buffet or anything. (laughs) He didn't have any hush puppies or nothing. Yeah. The first thing he asked was, are your hush puppies round or them them tube kind? <laughs> He's like, this this ain't uh, a real seafood place. There's no little country crocs on the table. <laughs> oh, well, Lord. even though it was... Where's a, my green tomato relish? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just a slight step up from David Beard's. <laughs> yeah. Why does David Beard have to have his name on the catfish king? He's the most narcissistic catfish king of all time. Have you ever eaten at the original? (laughs) (laughs) 
It's, it's, it's called David Beards. Where is it? Yeah. East of Dangerfield somewhere. I can't nope. think of the little town that it's in. Nope, I haven't. You it's know, nice, and it's like, it's kind of, it's set up like... It's like around Pittsburgh? No, it's not Pittsburgh. It's... No, it's more southeast than that. But it's set up kind of like a babe's chicken head where it's like just long tables and benches, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly. Troughs, home style. Just, yeah, kind of home style. You just pile in there and get your grub on. Hmm. I have right. never seen anyone under 60, other than myself, ever go into a catfish, David Barrett's Catfish King. There's nothing wrong with Catfish King. Back in the day, but now that you've had TJ's. Oh, Lord. All right. This is a whole nother universe of, I yeah. mean. I mean. That's, that's fast, do, do we fast wanna, food catfish. Do we want to tell what each of us ate? Yeah, because I don't think we could, I mean, we could sit here and say, oh, this is great, but it doesn't convey... How fucking good it was. So oh, yeah. Rob had, um, he'd been kind of say, Hey, you know, stop by and uh, I'll make sure you get a place to sit. Cause we did stop on a Friday or Saturday well, night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we texted him last minute too. Yeah. Cause we were, we we're thinking of a place to meet up before we went to the Junior Brown concert. Yeah. And we were like, man, it'd be cool if we could get in over there. And it was like, what was it? A couple hours before we wanted a table? Two or yeah. three hours. Yeah. I mean, it was the afternoon and we wanted like a table that hours. night. Yeah. It was short notice. And, and the weekend. And the weekend. And he was kind enough to make sure we were able to sit, uh, together and we had the calamari. Yeah. To start off with. Rhode Island style calamari. Which I get that pretty much any place I go that's nice. So I feel like I've had a thousand calamaris and that's the best one by far I've ever had. It wasn't rubbery. Yeah. It was so damn fresh. Oh, it's so good. So tender. Just the right amount of batter. Yep. It's great. Just golden mm. brown. Just, oof. Then we had oysters. Yes. Heavy's first time with the raw my, oyster, my right? My first time with the raw oysters. Man, I love raw I've oysters. I've always been kind of scared of them. I, we went through two dozen of those yeah. quick. And even yeah. I ate them, and I was, I'm not a fan of them as a general rule. My grandfather always ate them when I was a kid, and I didn't really care for them back then, but I ate a couple, and they were the, Great. I mean, they they were super. We could have, you and I could have easily poured through two more dozen. Oh, of those. absolutely. And then we had our entrees, and you had uh, you had the redfish, didn't you? Yes. Cajun mm. or grilled? I think it was grilled. I can't Blackened remember or something. I yeah. don't remember. I had the swordfish, which was freaking awesome. That was the special of the night. That was a special, and that was the best. I'd had swordfish before, which I'd loved at the time. And this was even better. I asked them to leave the sword on it, but they wouldn't do it. I had the crab cakes. They were fantastic. Fantastic. I'd like to have those crab cake sliders. I think that'd be really great. We all shared with each other like an old married couple. Yeah. What else would you expect? I mean, honestly. We fed each other. And and not just longingly gazing. We did a little lady in the tramp move with our forks. And not only was it the the fish that was so good, but the sides. I mean, everything... Because, I mean, that's the first time I can ever remember, like, taking, like, I got, I think, mashed potatoes with uh-huh. mine. Everything was seasoned just perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't need to add any salt. You didn't, and it's almost I like. I was proud of you for not asking for ketchup. It, right. <laughs> or Louisiana hot sauce. <laughs> you ain't Louisiana hot sauce. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, it was just seasoned just right to where, you know, if you like salt, it would have been perfect. And if you don't really like much salt, it would have been perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was just, just like 
perfectly. I mean, everything was perfect. And that damn rice you Yeah, had, the coconut rice was fantastic. I want to know how you make that. We also had dessert, which we shared amongst each other again, like the old couple that we are, the weird uh, polyamorous yeah. couple that we are. Getting weird looks from the other it was nice ve- customers. It was very three straws, one milkshake. Yeah. It was fantastic. I mean... We had some key lime pie. Key lime pie. You had a strawberry, uh, kind of like a cream. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was, it was great. Yeah. It was. I ate till I was as full as a tick and I've been raving about it to anybody that'll listen. And now we're raving to you. Yeah. We have to go back. We have to go back. I need to take um, the missus to it. Yeah. Rob was nice enough to come out, talk to us. Absolutely. We did not get the. He let me wear a chef's hat. Yeah, well, you took it off his head. Well, you know. <laughs> it, it, and I, I just can't, I can't stress enough. If you're in the Dallas area, give Rob a shot and you will be, your dreams will come true when it comes to food. I swear that is the best thing I've ever eaten. Best, if you, yeah. If you want to have a fantastic meal and you want to impress someone else, that's where you need to take them. It's the best thing ever. That, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a fan of food. Mark. Period. And I, I mean, for like two days, I just kept telling my wife, I was like, you, I can't explain how good this was. This was just, she's like, how was it? And I, I couldn't explain. I was like, it was just, it was perfect. Well, and the mark of really high quality food too is we ate a shit ton of food and we didn't feel stuffed. Yeah. Afterwards. It wasn't that disgusting feeling. Right. It's I, not like was, after, I was full and satiated, but I was not miserable. It's right. not like when you go to a Mexican food place and eat eight bowls of chips, right. and then afterwards you just want to crawl in a ravine somewhere. Yeah, and everything was light on the palate too. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing was heavy and overpowering or anything. Yeah, it's just, great food. Man. The man is a genius when it comes to food. Yeah, he's got so, a gift. Rob, he's an you artist, are an artiste, a wizard, a sorcerer of the briny deep, and we salute you. Well, I guess we probably ought to uh, wrap it up. Okay. Go see Rob, Chef Rob at TJ's. and uh, In the yes. Oakland location. Yeah. Yes, the Oakland location. Thank you for clarifying. The only one to go to. And I guess if you want to sink down to Ty's level of oddness, you can start holding your PP and then time how long you can make it. Yeah. Naked come, gun style. Come at me, record breakers. Bring it. And I guess we'll uh, talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Seven, seven, eleven, four, two, seven, five, seven, three, five, two, seven, seven, eleven, four, two. Create your own crab legs and seafood platter. Start with steaming crab legs. Then add any one of ten seafood favorites. Crab legs and fried shrimp. Crab legs and stuffed flounder. Even crab legs and shrimp scampi. The choice is yours. But hurry, this special offer ends August 28th. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.